This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. How amazing today we get to look into the fifth verse of the fifth chapter, (laughs) the hay of the hay verse, which is such an expression. And I believe for me, I have found what I've been looking for to some extent in that I started out this, this study of the Song of Solomon in search of understanding what the statutes were from the 119th Psalm. We did that study and throughout the 119th Psalm, it, um, Actually, when you get to the top sections, you might might remember it says, my lips will utter praise when I've learned thy statutes. Well, that's what we're trying to do is learn thy statutes. And certainly this morning, my lips were uttering praise as I think I understand one that is here um, as the idea of a statute of the hookum is a het and a kuf. And we'll get a lot into that, but let, let me first just get into the verse and we'll go through that. So verse 5 in English reads, I rose up to open to my beloved, and my hands dropped with myrrh, and my fingers with sweet-smelling myrrh upon the handles of the lock. So, <laughs> wow, it's a, it's a very interesting thing that after we talked about yesterday's unlocking of her heart. In other words, Jesus had the key as he put it through the hole of the door of her heart, and she was immediately moved to do what essentially she, he'd been asking her to do since the second chapter, right? Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. <laughs> For lo, the winter is past, right? And then he says it again, my dove in the clefts of the rock, you know, arise. And, and, and so it seems like that seems to be what the, essentially since that word arise is a, is a kuf and a vav and a mem. And so that idea of, rising to come to Jesus, because that mem would be Christ, the Messiah, and, and the, the vav is sort of like, as we've talked about Jacob's ladder, it's a connection of the kuf to the mem. And so, you know, again, as we come, as we arise, we go into a place where we can be in the hukam. In other words, that idea of the hukam is our union with the kuf or the holiness or being close to Jesus. And so the first step in that, obviously, is we got to get our hearts awakened as he puts his hand through the door of our lock of our heart. And then we get up because, right, her, it says her bowels were moved. For, I mean, she, every inch of her was moved to get up. And then look what happened, right? She had myrrh. And, and we've talked about myrrh throughout this. <laughs> you know, it's such a spectacular thing that the word myrrh means to drip. And her hands here are dripping with myrrh. And that idea, again, starts with a mem, right, and a rage, which has to do with an anointing. Because the, a dripping is, especially in this case, is a dripping of an anointing oil, right? And, and so the idea is that she arose, from my perspective, to anoint him as her Savior. In other words, as her Christ. That's what Christ is. He's the anointed one. And so what Mary did that night with the spike nard, that whole idea is that the sweet smelling aroma of the anointing of Christ. When we do that in our lives, we give forth a good smell, obviously. And and how beautiful is this that it even talks about the smell and the dripping and, and the idea of that mem resh, which is the mem again is Messiah and that resh meaning his head. I mean, it's the beginning of his head, and it's so cool. The, the, the word myrrh, 
which he even said, and you know, during their wedding night, he was going to get to the mountain of myrrh. What he's looking at is for <laughs> the point where we anoint him, our head of our union, right? Of our hukum. So, so, you know, he wants to be the head of our lives. And so often, you know, I think this is actually a struggle for me every single day, right? Um, it's just a struggle to keep him there, to keep that door open and make sure I'm looking to him to be the head of my day in every particular moment. Um, and, and so let's just talk about today because I had it and then I went away. <laughs> so, you know, this morning, like so many mornings, you know, I, I, I go through my daily prayer, which God just had me rewrite my whole daily prayer. And so I'm excited about my new daily prayer that I'm doing. And as I was reading that and I got to the secret place, right, of the, you know, the cleft of the rock where, you know, catch for us the little foxes. I'm doing all that to try to make sure I get to that place where Jesus comes. And then, of course, he sent me right to the Song of Solomon in this verse. Well, the second I opened um, my Bible app to the interlinear of this verse and I saw a rise right there, it was like my whole world just lit up because there was something like he, his key to the door of my heart just opened by me looking at those letters in Hebrew. For, for whatever reason, I could see this idea of proximity, that, that idea of the kuf being if I can get closer to Jesus, I get holy, because kadosh is the word holy, and, and, and this, it's the second letter in the hukum that we've been looking for. And so as I looked at, at that letter, my, my heart just leaped, and I know that he had had, you know, quickened me. And as I was quickened, which is, you know, it's it's the seventh anointing that Jesus received, right, in Isaiah 11. As your heart is quickened, and I'm hoping you've had this, then immediately I think your hands drip with myrrh. <laughs> because as you've been quickened, all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you long for his face. You look for him in ways that you hadn't, you know, previously in the day, in the moment, however that worked. And when that happens, you arise. <clears throat> you just do. And as you arise and anoint him again for the day, as he quickens me every day, I was thinking about it, how beautifully he did that just by me looking at the word arise. I immediately just, wow, Lord, you are. And it was such a fun experience. So I had that. That's good. You know, my door was open. I was in communion with God. And then I was I came in and I was trying to get here to record this podcast <laughs> and it was a busy traffic. All these people are getting back into school and, you know, road rage. I know I'm the Christian car guy. It should never happen to me. But there was a situation where there was this intersection and the car in front of me was going to make sure no matter what, that it didn't block the intersection. So we sat through the light twice because all these other people were kind of running their light to make sure that they got in the lane. So by the third time the light turned green, the Christian car guy got on the horn. <laughs> I was so, I was like, for goodness sakes, let's not do this one more time. You've got to get in the intersection, even though I know that you're going to be blocking it for a minute. But you've got to get there, otherwise the people in the lane to the right of us are going to keep filling that spot, and we're not going to have a chance. And I was so frustrated. Oh, and, and I went from, and I was, you know, praying as I was doing this, but all of a sudden I just lost my door. <laughs> and, you know, that idea of great peace, have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them? Well, I love thy law, but I was offended, I had to admit. 
Lord, I need you right now. Like, I can't do this on my own, okay? I need him to open that door in my heart, right, and continue to anoint me. As I go through this day, I hope as you go through your day, you'll think about, wow, I need to arise, right? I need to get into that closed relationship so that he can quick me, he can show me something as he sticks his hand through the, the lock of my heart and I will rise and my hands will once again flow with myrrh to anoint him as Lord, you are, you are my savior. And I need to, you know, you know, pray for this person that didn't <laughs> move forward <laughs> and all that's going on. You know, Lord, I'm, I'm so glad you're king and not me. I should mention here at the end, you know, that the myrrh that she had ends up on the handles of the lock, right? And so when you think about it, he'd, he'd put his hand through it here. And, and so it's a beautiful thing to me. And Matthew Henry comments on it. And I would say the same thing is, you know, Jesus is very much the myrrh. He is that. And so did he leave that myrrh for us on the handles of the lock? Did we get that? as we went for it to open the door, you know, or did we have it, it, you know, with us ready available to anoint him like our oil in our lamps? You know, I, it's a great question and wonder that I have not yet figured out how I completely stand on it, but I think it's a neat thing to think that no, what, either way, we end up with this myrrh on the handle of our lock and, and we clearly have it there as a result of our encounter with Jesus and his opening the the lock of our hearts. Thanks for listening.